Sean Johnson today was granted a premature release, I suppose you could say, from his Warriors contract. He'll no longer be part of the Penrose-based NRL club uh, through the 2019 season. Uh, that release is effective immediately. Joined by CEO of the club now, uh, Cameron George, around this decision, of course, the lead-up to it and the ramifications too. Cameron, welcome to the program. Uh, fair to say that that escalated quickly, yes? Yeah, it, it, it did escalate quickly. Uh, it was obviously on the back of a request from Sean. Um, it wasn't the club's doing in, in terms of um, 2019. So um, we were meeting with Sean yesterday morning and that request was put forward to us and after consideration, um, we feel it's best for the club that we, we proceed forward and grant it. So uh, that's where we're at and um, we've announced that and uh, we're just finalising that paperwork and... Um, you know, Sean's been a great asset to this club, but you know, at the end of the day, he he felt he had, um, you know, he wanted to go elsewhere, and so we wish him all the best for that. So it's now onwards and upwards for us, and trying to um, gather the pieces together for 2019. What? So was this meeting yesterday? Is this something that Sean and his management team initiated, or was this a meeting you were going into already that you'd planned about his contract? How did that come about? Yeah, look, we we um, Sean's just been back for a few weeks and. We endeavoured to try and catch up with Sean um, as soon as he got back, but unfortunately, we just the timing of it, we just weren't able to do so. And then um, yesterday's meeting was um, uh, we had a phone call from Peter Brown, his agent, um, asking us to meet yesterday morning, and uh, so we did so, and uh, that was what was put on the table. So we had to consider that option, and um, look, it's 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 for the club, you know. We we need to do what's right for the club first and foremost, and. Um, Hard decisions need to be made in life, and uh, that's that's obviously one of them. Um, you know, Sean, as I said, has been a wonderful servant of his club, and we can only wish him all the best for the future. So there was limited contact from when he arrived back from the Northern Hemisphere until that meeting yesterday. You, you tried, but there wasn't much going on there. Uh, look, I wouldn't say there's no contact. It was just the timing of it through leave, annual leave, and, and his manager had been in communication with the club. Uh, it was just sitting down, getting everyone together to sit down, so... Um, you know, so I wouldn't say there's no contact at all. What, what was his demeanour like? Did you feel that he came in and that the decision was made already, regardless, and, and also based on the social media post of a couple of days? What, what was that meeting like? Was it was it tense? Was he ready to go? Or uh, I don't think it was. It certainly wasn't tense. Um, you know, that's credit to all the parties that sat around the table. Um, but I felt that Sean had made his decision, uh, hence why they you know they proposed that to us and. Um, Look, there's a lot of things you can negotiate, but uh, sometimes when people feel it's just the right time to move on, um, that's what you know. That's pretty hard to negotiate. Um, so uh, that was put to us, and uh, we gave it consideration. And um, you know, our our mentality is about the club, um, and, and not necessarily just individuals. And we're going to do what's right for our club going forward. So that's where we're at now. And um, you know, there's a bit of work to be done, and I've got no doubt we'll uh, we'll get there. Was there was there any attempt to to stem the flow, I suppose, if you were yesterday, or did you feel as a club that you'd reached the end of your negotiation stretch as well? Did you make a, a last-ditch effort to attempt to keep him around for next season, or was it more of a, a fait accompli for you guys? I mean, what, how how much involved were you in that decision, do you believe, with, with a lack of trying to attract them back again uh, post-2019? Yeah, look, that was never off the table, but um, it was never... We never really got that far. Sean had made his decision to, um, for his own reasons, to to ask for a release uh, effective immediately. So uh, we had to consider that. Um, so that's what we considered. And as I said, putting the club first, we felt it was best that um, 
it purely want to be here. Um, you know, we don't want to compromise what we've got going on here, uh, having players that don't want to be here. So um, we've granted that, and uh, you know, it's time to move on. In essence, though, you're complicit in this after this all started back in September before they went away post-season because you said, look, we've got nothing, you go and test the market. So you kind of hastened this move from Sean's perspective because you didn't have a contract there or you weren't willing to, to sign him on on that extended contract or at a million dollars plus, which is the figure being floated around. So it's not just about Sean not wanting to be there. You didn't exactly help the proceedings, did you? Oh, I don't think that's necessarily correct, Darcy. Uh, you know, it's not uncommon. This is a very common practice by clubs and players. Let's not forget two years ago in reverse, to use this example in a live, in a live sense, that Sean went and test, told the club he wanted to go and test the market. Um, and then decided to sign the club. And, you know, Sean's not the first or last player to do that. This club won't be the first or last time we do that with certain players as well. Um, what I do say is that our expenditure across the salary cap and where it applies and how much it applies to individuals has got to be 100% right. And sometimes you need to, um, you know, need to do your homework and be thorough about it, and that's exactly what we're doing. What I wasn't going to do was just go and sign a player for the sake of it because of 1 November. And he was quite aware of that. So you said that it didn't go as far as contract negotiations. You, you, you're saying he said in a post a couple of days ago that there was no offer beyond 2019. But that wasn't as in you weren't going to give him an offer. That just hadn't materialised as yet. That wasn't part of your plans to not give him an offer regardless of the money involved. Is that right? No, no that's, that's exactly right. We had it... We had to weigh up all of our options. You know, this is a club that needs to win the competition. This is a club that needs to assess carefully, year in, year out, about any individuals up for renewal or review, if you want to call it that. And um, you know, there's timeframes in place that can restrict your assessment of that and getting it right. So I wasn't going to be restricted uh, by one November. Um, we had to get the balance right going forward in twenty, twenty one, twenty two. It's a very um, you know, tricky science, a salary cap, uh, and it fluctuates um, significantly year on year subject to uh, performances and uh, finishing positions on the ladder and bonuses and the like. So you can't just do it overnight. Um, and so we need to make sure if we're going to offer a player something, it's got to be spot on. And talking with Cameron George, CEO of the Warriors, about uh, Sean Johnson, who's no longer part of the club. Let's just define some timelines here, if you would, Cameron, because I think there's been a bit of public perception that this all this information was released to the Hounds while Sean was away in the Northern Hemisphere, and that hasn't gone down so well. I'm presuming you had contact before he disappeared, and it wasn't played out in the public arena whilst Sean was on the other hemisphere. Is that right? Yeah, correct. Um, so we notified his agent, uh, Peter Brown, in mid-September, uh, which is common. You know, you don't discuss this with the player. These players have agents. The agents are representing the players and are responsible for this part of their life. Um, so, you know, you don't ring the player. We contacted his agent mid-September and, and advised him exactly of our position for 1 November. Um, and that, that was the case. Sean, um, I don't know what communication him and his agent had from that point. Uh, that's entirely up to them. Um, and, and so his agent was fully aware of our position uh, in mid-September. How did it get out into the public arena, this, this negotiation like that? Was that released by yourself, by his agent, by Sean? Was it the pesky media? And how did it end up playing out in this public forum? Um, I, I just, no, I've got no idea how it got put out there. Um, I suppose, <clears throat> what I will say to be fair to the media, though, Darcy, 
is if they're doing their job properly and they're fully aware of November 1, they're fully aware of the you know, the repercussions of players either signed or not signed by November 1. And, um, you know, I was asked at that time at the end of October, uh, where were we at with Sean? And um, I said, well, we haven't had any, any dealings with Sean due to November, um, prior to November 1. They said, well, you know, we'll be on the open market. So, yes, we will be um, discussing Sean when he gets back <coughs> with his agent, excuse me, from the UK. Uh, and that's where it was landed. Um, and then we discussed in general terms, you know, what processes we were doing. Um, you know, are we, are we looking at any other players and so forth? There's a lot more to discuss than what was in the paper. But obviously, that headline-grabbing moment was that Sean was available. Would you do anything different if you had your time all over again regards negotiation with Sean and, and the way it played out? Are you, are you happy with the process that you went through? Would you change anything, Cameron? Oh, look, you always going to improve things. And the only thing I'd say is that I probably wouldn't talk to the press. <laughs> uh, but that's, you know, what I said to the press was factually correct and it was very transparent. That's all I do now. Um, you know, what, what the press, you know, obviously go and do their stuff with the story. But uh, there's nothing that uh, we, we have done as a club or even Peter Brown has done as an agent that wasn't professional or wasn't, um, you know, in accordance with what would normally happen. <clears throat> I think, sadly... The timing of the tour uh, played a part in it, uh, but look at the end of the day, um, we would change the process. It is what it is now, and we've just got to draw a line and move on. Public opinion, I'm, I'm sure that doesn't have a sway on your decision making, or, or does it? Because he's a he's a, a big character in rugby league in this country. He's loved by a lot of people. Is it even considered by you guys at all, or not? Darcy, at the end of the day, you know, Sean is a tremendous person. Uh, he's got a lot of fans, as you say. But I've got a responsibility, along with a lot of other staff here at this club, to uh, to protect its future and protect the club. The club comes first. No individual is bigger than the club uh, in our sense. Uh, there's a lot to contribute to the club. There's a, a squad of 30, 35 people down there training. And, uh, you know, we've got to protect all of them. And from time to time, individuals will come up for a renewal. And we've seen it not only here, but other clubs where big-name stars like Sean move on and, this is a no different scenario. It's not ideal, but we're just going to move on with it after granting him a release at his request. What of his teammates? What's the reaction been like amongst the club, amongst the players? How have they taken this news, Cameron? I mean, it's only pretty fresh, but what do you know about that? Oh, look, you know, a few of them are shocked uh, at the decision and so forth, but uh, they also realise it's, it's, you know, it's a footy club and people come and go. A lot of them have been involved in it before themselves, so it's important that they refocus. Uh, a lot of them are great mates with Sean. Uh, they've grown up with him, played with him for a long time. So, you know, it's different for them to, to hear that news. Um, and it's different for our fans. And, and I understand that. But at the end of the day, we've got to put the club first. And uh, we've got to not compromise our progress. And, and we've got to get on with it so from now on. Well, you've got a lot to get on with. I know you're not the football department, Cameron. George, you're the CEO. But uh, what happens now regards the replacement for next season? Are you looking to promote within? Have you cast your net through Australia or over to Britain? What, what, what are you, where are you at now? I know it's only relatively new, but what's the general thought process with the football department around replacement? Oh, look, they're very busy looking at a myriad of options. Um, that's, you know, the, the thing on the back of this is we're very well positioned cap-wise uh, in relation to it. So, um, our, you know, recruitment manager and the likes are, uh, are looking at a myriad of options and uh, they'll put them up on the whiteboard in due course and we'll evaluate everything. But, you know, Stephen and Peter O'Sullivan and Brian Smith, um, you know, they're, they're 
you know they know what they need to do to get um, to get the right people here to the club, and um, I'm sure if uh, someone becomes available and they're the right people or person, um, you know we'll do our best to get them. Sounds like you never went as far as discussing final contract money with Sean Johnson. That seems to be the overarching problem here is that he was on a very large contract and the club didn't think he was worth it. Is that a fair enough statement? Would you have budged on what the perceived money is that you're giving him should you have got to that stage or is that not even worth talking about? No, it's not worth talking about because uh, it didn't happen. Uh, but it, it does stand back to my original point from the timing aspect of why we weren't going to meet November 1. It was to ensure that we... You know, we knew and understood what the market value of a lot of our players that were coming off contract were uh, for 2020 and beyond, and Sean was included in that group of players. Did you leave on reasonably good terms, as good as you possibly think you can? When would you say hello to him in the street now? Is it a bit cold with you yeah. guys? Look, I don't have a, I don't have a problem with it uh, in terms of Sean as an individual. He's he asks uh, a request for obvious reasons that are that are you know relevant to him, and um, you know Sean. He's a terrific person, um, and, and this, from my perspective, it isn't about the individual. It's about what's right for everyone, and, and you try and get that balance right. For me, it's the club. For him, it's him, um, and that's sort of that's what we're both got to try and protect. So I respect that. I understand that decision, and look, he's going to no doubt go to another club, and mate, he, he he'll play enormous in another club as well. And, um, you know that. That's rugby league. That's life. Uh, it doesn't happen just in rugby league. It happens in life in general. And one last thing before we let you go, Cameron George. Like in, in a perfect world, if had this ruckus hadn't occurred, and you could have actually you know, negotiated along. Do you actually want the guy at the club? Is Sean Johnson a player you'd like to have kept on in a perfect world? Oh, I've got no doubt he was in the mix for the future. Um, but I mean, that's why we've got experts here like Brian, uh, Peter O'Sullivan, Stephen Kearney. You know, they're weighing up our squads in 2022 at this stage. Uh, it just doesn't happen overnight. This is a, a strategy and a plan that you roll out over a number of years, and uh, that's why we're talking about 2020 when we're talking about Sean's future here. And uh, he was certainly in the mix for that. There was no suggestion that it definitely would be off the table. And on that note, Cameron, we'll let you get on with uh, what is going to be a very busy day for you, I'm sure. Thanks very much for your time here on Radio Sport. Thanks, Darcy.